You're listening to WXXI. I'm Jasmine Singer. With just over a week to go before the end of the state legislative session, supporters of the New York Heat Act are making a final push to get it passed. WXXI's Jessica Kane reports. Who wants cleaner energy and lower bills? Jessica Agile from Alliance for a Green Economy has a message for state lawmakers as time runs out to pass the New York Heat Act. When the next rate hikes come in, we're going to be asking, where were you? Why are we still seeing these rate increases? Agile rallied with other supporters of the bill outside of the state office building in Syracuse, saying it would save middle and low income families an average of $75 per month by capping energy bills at 6% of their income. The bill would also get rid of the so-called 100-foot rule that requires utilities to hook up new gas customers at no charge as long as the building is within 100 feet of an existing main. Bill co-sponsor Assemblyman Al Sturpey says that's a key part of the legislation. We need to give people a reason to stop and think, well, maybe there's a different way to do this. And if they're not going to be charged for that hookup, they're never going to think of a different way to go. Chet Gunther from NYPERG says passing the bill would be an important step toward helping New York State meet its climate goals. There is no more time. Archaic laws propping up the fossil fuel industry have tied us to an action for too long. The legislative session ends on June 8th. In Syracuse, I'm Jessica Kane for WXXI News. Governor Kathy Hochul says higher education transformed her family's life and has the power to unlock people's destinies. She delivered remarks on Wednesday before SUNY Chancellor John King's first State of the University address. Hochul said her father worked in a steel mill by day and sought a college education by night, and that degree led to greater opportunities. That is why, to my core, I believe in what education can do for families. SUNY campuses are the engines of social mobility. It unlocks the doors, whether you're starting off at a community college, you're going for higher education, going for an advanced degree. We have it all right here. Hoko pointed to microchip maker Micron, which chose to invest billions in upstate New York near Syracuse. She says that's because New Yorkers' higher education is a huge selling point, and SUNY is making that happen. Nazareth College is now Nazareth University. That name change, which was announced some months ago, becomes official as of Thursday. Nazareth President Beth Paul, who took part in a ceremony on Wednesday to mark the change, says that Nazareth has actually been a university, at least in practice, for some time now. A number of other colleges around New York State have also changed their designation to university after the State Board of Regents changed the definition of the types of higher education institutions that can call themselves a university. Climate action advocates are calling on New York State to work with private landowners to grow more trees. That's because the vast majority of carbon sequestration happens in forests. Even the most ambitious climate action plan will not eliminate fossil fuel usage for many years. Sue Hughes-Smith teaches environmental policy at local universities. She says the state can offer financial protection for private landowners who are willing to expand or preserve forests. If we're saying, as a state, it is in our best interest to absorb more carbon emissions, then how do we do a better job of reaching the people who own the forest land and helping them protect their land? 
Hugh Smith was a guest on WXXI's Connections with Evan Dawson. She points out that 73% of New York's forests are located on privately owned land. And you can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.